Welcome to the earliest podcast I've ever recorded. It's 9.49 a.m. on a snowy Thursday, and I'm here with Brian Wotanik and my co-host, Gregory Kaplan. Greg, say hello. I like how you're complaining that it's so early. It's 9.49. No, you it's early. You can at this it's... time any day of the week. For podcasting, this is early. Sure, I guess. It's not that early, though. No, it's not generally not that early, but for podcasting, for the PCAST, this is it. <laughs> Anyway, if you, if you were wondering what we're doing here today, recording a playoff preview. My voice just cracked like I'm five years old. A playoff preview for the NFL. And you know who loves the NFL? These guys are right here. Um, so we decided to bring on our, our, our favorite friend, Brian Wotanik, to talk about his beloved Bills. Oh, go Bills. Oh, I can't believe this is real. Let's break, I, it still doesn't feel real. Let's leave that one for last. So let's talk. Yes. Ryan, Ryan I, got a, I got a question for you, though. Is your mic on? Yeah, yeah. what? Are you not it doesn't sound you? like it's on. No, I hear you. It just doesn't sound like your mic's on. You got some poo quality over there. <laughs> Interesting. You think I have poo quality? Yeah, it kind of sounds like you're just talking through your speakers. Well, you know what, Greg? I, I look, you're you're anal about this. How stuff. about now? About How about now? Now it sounds Greg? like your microphone. Now it sounds better. Yeah. Do you know why? Because you were right. Because <laughs> <laughs> you were right. <laughs> so I changed it on Google Hangouts, but I should be recording technically on the correct version on what we're recording on. So that doesn't matter. Well, there you go. So how about that? We're not starting over. This is this is a this is a flaming hot start. <laughs> this is raw. Your... Flaming hot. Too start. early to record podcast. Too early to podcast correctly. Too early, not too early to talk about Titans Chiefs. Oh. <laughs> Listen, is are the Titans the worst playoff team you've ever seen? Yes. No, because the Jaguars are in the playoffs this year. Oh, come on. Oh, Jags are better than the Titans. Jags are way better. I don't better. know. I, I, give me Marcus Mariota every day and twice on Sunday over Blake Bortles. I think you might be one of the last defenders of Marcus Mariota. I feel like he has that shield upon him that's like, I was drafted so highly, so I'm good, but he's not at all, This really. isn't even a defense of Marcus Mariota. This is Blake Bortles is just shit in a bag. There's Blake Bortles. There's times where Blake Bortles turns it on, and he's like very, very good. Are there eh, very very is a lot of a lot of words for Blake. Are there even times he turns it on, or are there times teams don't play defense against him? The second one. Yeah, that I'm still be... taking Bortles over Mariota. I'm not. Uh, I believe this game. Give me a classic fat face Bortles. I love me a fat face quarterback. I, I and I love uh, the Christmas cheer he has. The Blake Bortles yeah. facts Twitter. The mythology of Blake Bortles itself. Makes me want to root for Blake Bortles, except this Sunday, which we'll get to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's break down what the weapons on each team really are for the Chiefs and Titans. The Chiefs have uh, an explosive Kareem Hunt, Tyreek Hill, and Travis Kelsey. They have Alex Smith, who's a serviceable quarterback and started the season out as an MVP. And the Titans have... uh, Hey, don't be smart, Delaney Walker, all right? (laughs) I don't want to hear it. Uh, Nine points or less fantasy Delaney Walker every single week? (laughs) Hey. You're, you're, this is this is this classifies as besmirching him, and I do not appreciate. It. <laughs> uh, he was on my team. I'm well aware he was, he was he was hanging with the boys. He was in the championship. Didn't do much, but uh, still got a ring. St- nope, did not. <laughs> still lost with the boys. Um, listen, I I don't think this match is going to be close at all. Tell no. me, tell me why different, Greg? If you still believe in Marcus Mariota. I, I, okay, I said the Marcus Mariota comment in full. Uh, awareness that I know the Titans are losing this game, but that's because the Titans team is, uh, it's not good. And it's not going to be with, I don't think DeMarco Murray is playing this weekend. 
So it, it's crippled offensively. I, I think the problem with the Titans is Mike Malarkey is a shit coach. And I think it's hard to overcome bad coaching in the in the playoffs. I think See, that's, that's the ultimate kryptonite. That's why I originally wanted the Chiefs, because give me Andy Reid in a playoff game over Blake Bortles in a playoff game. Like either one of those kind of cancel each other out because I think Andy Reid's one of the, like the worst all-time clutch coaches in the history. So when it came down to it, I was looking for Andy Reid. Malarkey's pretty fucking bad too. Malarkey, Malarkey's bad. I I don't see a scenario where the Chiefs lose this game at home, playing in an inferior team, and they're playing better of late. I the Chiefs are the better team. I would take the nine points and ride the Chiefs. Oh, 100 percent take the nine points. The thing is, you know, you're talking about playoff coaches. That's exactly why Marvin Lewis got another deal. He has been so <laughs> successful. Just consistency, Guys, you know. What the hell? <laughs> it's an, it, it actually is like shocking. It's an ongoing joke that it's it's a joke that nobody gets anymore. But like Cincinnati still thinks it's funny. So like, oh, we got to tell this joke every two years, and it just happens. Like he's just, he's going to be there forever. Like two things are survive the apocalypse are going to be cockroaches and Marvin Lewis's contract. It's. <laughs> Can you imagine just waking up one morning and being like, oh, Marvin Lewis is still this team's head coach? <laughs> this line about wanting to bring a championship to Cincinnati? Dude, you would have if you could. You can't. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, it, no, oh my God. There are two things that team needed to realize one, that Marvin Lewis is a shit coach, and two, that Andy Dalton is not their quarterback of the future. Uh, and they're not going to realize either of those things. That's uh, fucked. It seems- excuse me. Andy Dalton's the best Bills quarterback of all time. <laughs> He actually might be at this point. <laughs> he really might be. Um, who is the last good Bills quarterback? That's a good question. Uh, Jim Kelly. Okay. All right. Let's let's move on from the. We won't talk about Bills Jaguars yet. This that was the Saturday afternoon game, and now we're gonna go yeah. move on we're, to the. We're, we're unanimous on the Chiefs. There's no way the Titans win that. There's Chiefs no way. The, I I would take Chiefs the spread. minus nine. Yeah. Chiefs minus nine. I'll yep. take the spread. Yeah, give, give me the points. Me the wild card game. The lines are, are pretty absurd. Like there's not one that's even close. So they're all pretty lopsided. But this is the one where I'm like, Chiefs are going to cover the nine points easily. I'm glad yep. you guys have the spreads in front of me of you because I don't have them. Um, oh, I have <laughs> perfect. This is probably the best game of the weekend. The Falcons Rams game. I believe mm-hmm. this is uh, Rams. Are they favored by three? Uh, no, I'm mine. I got Rams minus six and a half. Oof. Yeah, that's what I saw as well. Wow. So this is a Saturday at night game at 8.15 p.m. on the East Coast. I can't see the Rams losing this game. I, uh, Greg, I know you're going to talk about Natty Ice real quick in a second here. Um, I, 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 I just don't like the Falcons. And I think Devontae Freeman, he's ne- since he got the multiple concussions he received, has really not been the same. And I can't say I can I – there's nothing to blame about that for him. I don't even think it's the head injuries about Freeman that's costing him. I, I think – what we learned this year is just how important Kyle Shanahan was to that Falcons offense because the offense cratered. I, I don't think there's any other way to describe how poorly that offense played this year under Steve Sarkeesian. It, it was bad. It was bad throughout the entire season, and that defense is not good enough to slow down this Rams offense. The Rams offense is just high octane, clicking at all the right times. The only reason they lost last week is because they threw the game. They didn't want to win it, and they benched all their starters, but – Give me Goff. Give me Gurley. I'm the biggest Gurley fanboy you're ever going to meet. Ever. Uh, ever. Period. End of story. <laughs> Donated $50 to um, Shriners Hospitals because of Todd Gurley winning me money in my fantasy football league. <laughs> I'm right to die with that guy. And Goff has impressed me more than any player this season. He went from potentially one of the worst first overall picks of all time to 
Pro Bowl caliber quarterback. And maybe that shows why we don't judge quarterbacks after just one season. Um, I, Rams, in my mind, I'm a little worried they might not cover just because the Falcons, they they smell like a backdoor cover in the worst way possible. But the Rams are winning this football game. Brian? I like the Falcons to cover. I think the Rams win. Um it pisses me off. I really, really, every bone in my body wants me to pick the Falcons to win this game because I don't want to see Sammy Watkins win a playoff game before the Bills can. <laughs> oh, no. But um, I agree with what you said. I think the Rams offense is just too good. Like, the Falcons got hot at the right time, and they're sneaky. They they were, at one point, there was no way I thought they were making the playoffs even. So the fact that they got here playing really good football, I just think the Rams are the better team by far. Um, unless there's, I mean, like, less some playoff magic from last year. Like, I think everybody's still tricked in their brains realizing that the Falcons were in the Super Bowl last year. And I think the line actually should be probably closer in this game, but I still think they're going to cover the six and a half. So take the, take the Falcons and the points. Here's the thing though. The Falcons are terrible. This is not like, <laughs> like, well, how yeah. do they, how do they, this is such a weird year in the NFL. <laughs> I can't remember the last year there were so many bad teams in the playoffs. Like who's a good team in this playoffs? Honestly. Be real. Patriots. The Rams. The Rams and the uh, Patriots. And the we'll, we'll, we'll get to this, but my easily my two favorite um, Super Bowl odd bets are the Rams and the Saints. I think both those guys yeah. win, and they're both getting at least 9-1. to one. I agree. All right, let's move on to the Sunday afternoon game. I always feel weird that they do a Sunday afternoon game, not a Sunday night game. It's so dumb. It's so dumb. They do the Saturday afternoon and the Saturday night game, but they don't do a fucking Sunday night game. Well, you got to Brian, you got to wake up for work the next morning. Duh. I don't care. I'm off on Mondays. That's my day off. <laughs> I don't care a shit about the rest of the people in Buffalo. <laughs> Panthers, Saints. Saints are favored, correct? Uh, Yeah, Saints minus seven. That feels See, this, a, a, like a large line. line. Yeah, this line of any other line feels like the one that's just flat out wrong. I'm not saying the Panthers are going to win this game, but the Panthers at home giving seven points to the Saints feels – it just feels like what what's up? What's going on here that we don't know? Are the Panthers really this bad? I I don't know. Could they be? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Cam Cam Rosen have uh, Devin Funches is hurt, so doesn't really have weapons to throw to. It's not like have Kelvin Benjamin. You know he'll he'll be on a different team. Then uh, they what's their running attack like? McCaffrey has been what for them? McCaffrey's been good in the passing game. They don't have a traditional like. Jonathan Stewart's been shit as a traditional running back. He averages, what, 42 and a half yards per game? And they feed him. They still feed him 15 to 20 times, so it's not like he's not getting touches. Right. Yeah. He doesn't have the burst that he used to. Uh, but is the this is so this is going to be the third meeting between these two teams. I feel like any third meeting is a close game. I'm, I'm taking the points. Even though I don't think the Panthers win this game, give me the seven points. That feels like four points too many. I tend to agree with you. I don't see a way the Panthers can can kind of take this out. I think Drew Brees has really been impressive reinventing his game, uh, going from like that high flying passer to being sort of a advanced game manager that could still make a twenty yard pass or two. Well, I think Brees is working with assets offensively that I don't think he's ever really had in New Orleans. Has he ever? I even Marcus Colston at his peak. I don't think <laughs> no touches. Talk about a guy. Oh my god. <laughs> Talk about a guy everybody would draft in fantasy every year, and they'd be like, oh, yeah, I still got Marcus Colston, and he gets, like, three catches for 10 yards. Every single game, by the way. Every game. In my mind, Thomas is the best receiver Breeze has ever had to play with. Uh, I don't think he's ever had even 
Reggie Bush is nothing compared to what Alvin Kamara has been for this Saints offense. Yeah, he's nasty. And they still have Mark Ingram to serve as more of a traditional three-down back if they need him to. It, this offense is just so versatile. I don't think we've ever seen anything like it before. We've seen high-flying Saints offenses, but never anything like this. Not in my mind. You said the game's in Carolina, too? The game's in yes. Is it? Oh, I, no. It's in New Orleans. Did the Saints get the division? Yes, sir. I have it right here. Oh, well, now the line makes a little bit more sense. Why do oh, I think yeah. this game was in Carolina? I do not know. Yeah, Saints in the Superdome. I'm taking the Saints. In the, I'm yeah. taking the Saints on the points. Yeah, fuck it. Now now I understand the line. Yeah, I'm taking the Saints minus seven. Did they just lose last week? They must have, right? Um, I think they played the Falcons. No. Yeah, I think they did play the Falcons. And obviously the Falcons won because here they are. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. Um, hey, I came prepared for this podcast. I don't know. About <laughs> it's it's early. We said that. It was disclaimer. It's super, early. It it's super early. Super <laughs> early. Uh, all right. Let's move on to the uh, – I'm going to let Brian take the floor here. This is the, 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 sun, the, the Sunday 1 o'clock game between the Buffalo Bills and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Can you say it one more time? What game the, is it? This is the Buffalo Bills. The circle the wagons. Buffalo Bills at home. At, nope, not at home. Visiting. No, Jacksonville. Yeah. The Jacksonville Jaguars. I, I'm I'm relieved it's not at home. Like I wouldn't leave my house if this was a home playoff game because I'd be absolutely terrified. Like I'm a huge Bills fan. Member of the Bills Mafia. Bills Mafia scares the shit out of me. Um, it's still weird to say. It really is. Like I nobody here thinks it's real. It, like when it happened. Like it, it had to happen in that way. Like there's no other way the Bills break the playoff drought than against an Andy Dalton fourth and like 22 fucking hail lamp. Like it's just unbelievable play. And I think for the most part, a lot of Bills fans are already kind of writing us off, especially if Shady is not playing, which it doesn't look like I don't think he will. But like we said in the beginning, I don't think Blake Bortles is that good. So Blake Bortles in a playoff game, weather's not supposed to be great. I like the Bills defense. I and the Bills are plus nine. Get that fucking out of my face. If you're if you think the Jags are gonna win, at least take the Bills with the points. But I think the Bills are gonna win this game outright. I could honestly see it. I could see it. Uh yeah. the Jaguars defense is legit. I think we need to give them Yeah, they a got lot they're very good. Yeah. They're they the transformation that has gone with that defense is just impressive. Jalen Ramsey might be the best cornerback in the NFL. Uh, the defensive line is just stacked. You got 10 plus two guys on the edge with 10 plus sacks. It's it's going to be scary for Tyrod Taylor and company. But at the same time, I feel like the kind of quarterback that has success against the Jaguars defense is a guy who can move the pocket. As long as Tyrod is not sitting in the pocket and wet, letting the pressure get to his face, should be able to create some space and create some time and hit some of his targets. But yeah, what it comes down to is who do you feel more comfortable betting on, the Buffalo Bills or Blake Bortles? Yeah. Uh, and I, I feel 100 times more comfortable betting on the Bills. And I will tell you that I feel 100% more comfortable betting on the Jaguars because oh. I think the Buffalo Bills, as unfortunately, uh, without Shady McCoy, don't really have a lot of offensive weapons. Yeah. They're pretty much throwing to nobody. I like Zay. He's okay. Um, I, I can't see a way the Bills end up doing anything against this Jaguar defense. I don't think Blake Boros is going to have to do a lot to win this game. And that's how you want to win a, a playoff game as a, as a Jaguar. You don't want Buffalo uh, Jaguar, uh, Buffalo Bills. You don't want Blake Bortles doing much, and he won't have to. 
Especially because he has no one to throw to also. So they'll, they'll try and pound it with Fournette. They'll win it. They'll probably win it like 10-7. It'll be a miserable game, and no one will have fun. I don't want, I don't want you criticizing fantasy football champion Keelan Cole like that. Listen, Keelan Cole, <laughs> he's good for 20 points in fantasy for no reason. I don't understand. <laughs> uh, for the last three weeks, he was there. But, you know, they lost Allen Robinson. They lost, uh, what was the Marquise other? Lee. Allen Hearns, right? They lost Marquise Lee, too. Marquise yeah. Lee. Yeah, they lost every offensive weapon they had at the receiver core. So yeah, I still I still like D.D. Westbrook though. That guy's that guy's got game changing ability. He's got game changing ability. The ability to drop a ball thirty yards downfield. Hey, game changing. Game changing. Just making fun of everyone on my squad, and I don't appreciate it. I'm just shitting, I'm <laughs> shitting up people. So so all right. So what is the spread exactly for this game? One more time. Plus nine. nine and a half. Wow, I think I take the Bills in that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, even if you think the Jags are going to win, like, there's no way it's going to be a high-scoring game. So, at least take the nine points. Like, do yourself a favor. I just don't see you, the, them beating Shady, the Bills by 10. Shady not playing obviously drastically affects that line. Like I said, as of now, it doesn't look like he is playing. I think if Shady's playing, that's probably down to a touchdown. Um, but the extra two points makes a big difference. But I don't know, man. Like You, you also throw out any home-field advantage the Jaguars might have here because that crowd is going to be 50% Buffalo at least. Oh, yeah. I know a lot of people traveling for the game, man. It's a, it's a big fucking deal. It really is. Like I know a lot of people going down. Like All the people who go from Buffalo and retire down in Florida are going to be traveling for the game. Like it, It's going to be a pretty heavy Bills crowd. So And the Jaguars at their peak is – Still a shit fan base. Yeah. Jacksonville oh, yeah. just isn't there for the support of the team. That the tickets are going to be available to be bought, and that stadium is going to be at least half blue and red. Let me ask this. What in the last five to seven years, where would you put this Bills team on, on talent? Is this maybe the maybe the worst Bills team that's made the playoffs? Yeah. Honestly, the one the, the uh, it was two years ago, whatever. I think Rex's first year. Oh uh, no, I think it was before Rex when Jim Schwartz was the D coordinator. That defense was nasty, and this defense is good, but they have a lot of flaws. I mean, like getting Trey White was awesome. He's been unbelievable this year. Should be defensive rookie of the year. Um. But this is easily probably the worst talented team I've seen. Like, you still got a lot of the core guys like Wood, Incognito, and then Kyle Williams and stuff like that. But, like, on offense, you have Tyrod throwing to now Calvin Benjamin, Charles Clay, Zay Jones, like you said. I think he's okay. I think he's got – I mean, rookie year was a rough year. But this is arguably – this is not the team I thought was going to make the playoffs. Like, I think even – I forgot who said the other day, like – when you think of it to be in the year, they traded Darby and Watkins as being for picks. Everybody was blaming the Bills for tanking or that they were going to phone it in. And this, <laughs> like, I mean, this is like, again, this is like obviously probably the worst Bills team I've seen. But like, I think all it takes is one. I think now that we're there, it's, it's it, I'm, I'm like a kid in Disney World right now. Like, I, in terms of like expectations, I'm just happy to be here. Like, just, I'm just, it's, it's over the like 17 fucking years. This is my first playoff berth as a Bills fan in my lifetime. So I'm just happy to be here. But like, I, at the end of the day, I still think this is a realistic team that could beat the Jacksonville Jaguars, who I think is also just happy to be there. Today, today I learned Brian Wotanic, the most uh, sexually advanced 16-year-old I've ever met in my life. <laughs> uh, I got a question for you guys. Who is the best team that didn't make the playoffs this Chargers. year? The Chargers. The Chargers. It's not even close. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's the 49ers. <laughs> tell, tell me, tell me seriously right now. If the 49ers made the playoffs, you don't think they'd win a playoff game? 
Uh, I'll name teams. Just, I'll name teams. I think that the Forty Niners could beat that are in the playoffs right now. The Bills, the Titans, the Titans. They, they could beat anyone in the AFC that isn't the Patriots or Steelers. They could. Beat, I, actually, I, I'll, I, I'll save you time there. I don't think they can beat the Chiefs. I'll be honest. I think they can. I think they can. I, beat I the honestly Chiefs. think they can. They'll okay. beat. They'll beat any team in the AFC not named the uh, Patriots or the Steelers. I think they could beat the Falcons. Yeah, I think they beat the Falcons easily. Yeah. I think that's the I only team on the NFC though. I, I picked them. I think they beat the Panthers, no problem. Depends where the game is. Uh, and this is all because of Jimmy G, though? Well, here's the thing. The Niners were a decent team before Jimmy G. They just had a black hole at quarterback. And then you gave them, I don't know. Realistically, is Jimmy Garoppolo a top 10 NFL quarterback right yes. now? Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. You, gave, you gave an average team a top 10 NFL quarterback, and all of a sudden this is what happens. The Niners offense obviously still needs weapons and they have a top 10 pick and I'd be stunned if they're not taking a skill player. Uh, but they have, they have Carlos Hyde and Matt Breida in the backfield. Those are two good to average NFL running backs. Uh, I think Marquise Goodwin, former Bills great, yeah. can be a serviceable number two wide receiver on a good team. Um, their they, tight ends are their they, tight ends are fine. George Kittle. They need an actual receiver, like a real one. They, yeah. If, if you put Calvin Ridley on the San Francisco 49ers, that offense becomes terrifying. I mean, the pull is there now for free agents, too, who would want to go there because now they do have Garoppolo, and there isn't that answer at the back of who's going to be, like, running the team. So, I mean, you do have Garoppolo. So, like, a team that, well, they go, they want 6-0 and their last six Jimmy G games. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think that sounds right. I mean, that's, I mean, that's nasty. Like, he, I'm just glad he's out of our division so that the Patriots don't have that fallback when Brady inevitably retires in 2036. So, <laughs> I... I am uh, I am renewing my membership card on the San Francisco 49ers bandwagon with Kyle Shanahan and Jimmy Garoppolo. Can I ask you guys a question? Yeah, sure. Yeah. What te- what team do you think Tyrod Taylor is going to win a playoff game for next year? Wow. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh my God! Yeah, because it's not going to be the Bills. Nate it's Pinkard. not going to be the Bills. Um, and I don't blame him. Man, you know how funny it would be if he goes to the Jets and he's good. I think he's going to go to like the I, honestly when Kirk Cousins comes to the Bills, it's probably going to be Tyrod going the other way to Washington. Oh, you think you think Kirk's going to the Bills? No, I don't. I'm just fucking. We're going to have no quarterback next year. We're going to win a playoff game this year and lose, and then had not have a quarterback for next year. Where, where does Kirk go? This is this is what I ask um, my football watching friends. Probably the two things I ask most often is what are the Giants going to do at number two, and where is Kirk Cousins going to go? Because the teams that make the most sense for Cousins, it has to be a team that feels like they're a quarterback away from being legitimate playoff contenders, yeah. contenders. The only two that fit that bill are the Broncos and the Cardinals, in my mind. I can see them go to the Broncos. Oh, Cardinals, too, now. Yeah, I mean, they, they're going to have new coach. More, yeah. the, Cardinals, the Cardinals picking outside the top 10 feels like the team to me that yeah too much for them to trade up into the top five. So maybe they splurge on Cousins to avoid that question. And you have again, you don't have to worry. Like you, you know, you know what you're getting essentially. Right, and the, I mean, Fitz isn't getting any younger. Do you really no. want to draft a rookie quarterback and have Fitz possibly his last for one or two years with a rookie quarterback developing? No. Nope. So Cousins, Cousins to the Cardinals, I guess, makes the most sense. It seems like the Jets are just completely out on it. Everything sounds like the Jets are taking a quarterback in the first round. Who are they like? Uh... The Jets do this every year, though. They well, I, I guess they don't. But they take Geno Smith, and that was about it. Uh, Hackenberg. 
The Jet, the Jets. Let me put it this way: If the Jets wait until the second round to take a quarterback again, I am positive that guy is going to be absolute ass. <laughs> Whoever they take. Uh, the but the most intriguing draft question to me is the Giants. They could easily just take the quarterback of the future at two. I think it makes all the sense in the world for the Giants to trade down, trade back, trade back to six with the Broncos. Let the Broncos give you two first round picks in a second for the right to draft one of Rosen or Darnold and just stack picks, get Lamar Jackson. I'm, I'm a big Lamar Jackson, Mark. Uh, outside of Josh Rosen, the only quarterback I would take in this draft is Lamar Jackson. So you're telling me you're not a Baker Mayfield fan? I think everything that's wrong with Baker Mayfield, and I'm not talking attitude-wise, just game management-wise, we saw we saw it all against Georgia. There was yeah. one drive where it was – second and four and Mayfield took two consecutive 10 plus yard sacks because he was trying to do too much. I don't, I don't think that changes in the NFL. It's terrifying. Like how similar the parallels are with him and like Johnny Menzel and how the, how they're like career or how they're like essentially their passer almost could wind up the same. Yeah. And that's for me, that's nothing to do with, I mean, Manziel's a fucking nut job anyway. Yeah. He's a psycho. I'm not even, I'm not even talking about Mayfield's attitude. No. Yeah. Not at all. His in-pocket performance. He's a guy that likes to dance around the Oklahoma offensive line was giving him five plus seconds routinely. And he was either choosing not to throw the ball or trying to do too much. Yep. I have no interest in Baker Mayfield. The only quarterback I have less interest in Baker Mayfield then is Josh Allen. That guy is going to be bad. I don't I, what who's putting faith in a quarterback from Wyoming? <laughs> what are you doing? This, that's as ridiculous as saying Mitch Trubisky is better than Deshaun Watson. I mean the dra- listen, he was drafted higher. Yeah, I, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Okay. Mayfield, whichever team takes Baker Mayfield, God bless them. And my God, it's gonna it's gonna be the Jets. Yeah, my God, I can't wait to see Cleveland Browns do that. So let's recap. Oh, let's recap the, the four so games we picked. We had we like the Chiefs minus nine. We like the we like the Rams minus six and a half. We like the Rams, but I think Woj and I are gonna put some cabbage on the Falcons to come. Yes, yes. I like the Rams to win that outright. Uh, I'm fine. The Rams gonna no. win it outright, but I, I think the I think that's. Uh, a four point. I think they also cover the spread. Uh, I like the Bills spread. I like the I like the Bills spread and fuck it I'll I'll ride with you Woj I'll take the Bills out right get the folding tables out baby <laughs> and then I like this I like the Panthers spread uh, I I flipped on that I'm all about Saints that might be a blowout in the Superdome yeah all right um let's talk about the teams that we haven't talked about yet in the playoffs and then we'll get the hell out of here uh so we have the Vikings and Case Keenum <laughs> listen this I. Is the team- this is the team I don't know how to feel about. Yeah, me either. Most. Listen, I think it's it's the best defense in the playoffs, but I, I can't I can't shake the Case Keenum stink. Case race. It's probably it's probably unfair too. Keenum's been good. Keenum has been nothing but good this entire year, and yet yeah. I, I'm sitting here being like, I don't I don't want to bet on a team quarterback by Case Keenum. Yeah, he essentially won that job, and we we're still like, eh, fuck him. Like, <laughs> we're Teddy Bridgewater. The thing is, with this 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 defense could literally make them a Super Bowl team, easily. Wait, the Super, where is the Super Bowl this year? Minnesota makes you think. Makes you think. Makes you think. They'd be the first team to host a Super Bowl matchup, right? I don't think that'd be fun. 
No, I don't, at least I don't. for like an outsider's point of view, because I don't think I want to see the Bills play the Vikings in their home stadium. <laughs> so I don't know. Uh, Tom Brady has a terrible record in Minnesota, so I'm actually fine with that. Whatever, fuck it. They, as I, long as I they don't. don't I don't know win. if that's true. I, I just made that up. Um, uh, I I just that defense is so good, and they're but here's the thing: that defense is immediately going to get tested. Did the Vikings and Saints play this year? I don't know. I do not know because I do not watch football. No, I, I blacked out half the season. I blacked out. I blacked out after Nathan, Nathan Peterman threw five picks in the first half against the Chargers. That was it. And then, I, and then I woke up and we made the playoffs. So <laughs> uh, let's see. No, 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 no. See, Vikings beat the Packers, the Bears, the Bengals. They lost to the Panthers. They beat the Lions, the Falcons, the Rams, the Redskins. They beat the Saints. We are now the Mike Francesa uh, podcast. 9-11, never forget, 29-19. Okay. Let's talk about how – That was week week one? Let's talk about how badly the Eagles are going to lose. Holy shit, are they going to lose? Who are they playing? Who do they play? Does it matter? They get the the Rams or the Falcons. Yeah, they're done. Falcons, but they're they're gonna get smoked by the yeah. The Ra- oh no, they, they don't been... they, they don't need to get the Rams because uh, if the Rams win, the Rams will probably play the Vikings, so they'll get the lower no, the no, lowest no, seed. No, no, it doesn't work that way in the NFL. The one play, oh, does it? Yeah, it says lowest winning seed from the NFC wild card round. So they'll play either huh. the Fal- Falcons or Panthers or Saints. They won't play the Rams. There you go. I'm, this is this is football one on one with Ryan Mead. <laughs> Well, how about that? How about uh, that? Sucks for the Rams. Yeah. <laughs> I feel bad for the Rams. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, they. I think the Rams tried to stay in that that third spot and didn't really the work Ram, out no, for the them. the Rams wanted to be the fourth. Oh, that's true. You're right. They the wanted four. to play the Panthers and then go to the Eagles, but now they have to actually probably do Falcons and Vikings. That sucks for the Rams. Um, well, shit, Rams-Vikings uh, Rams is going to be super interesting in round two. That'll be a great game. Uh, fuck me. Um Here's the thing. I don't know if uh, uh, the Saints will crush the Eagles. I don't know about the Panthers beating the Eagles. I just don't trust the Panthers. I think this is what it comes down to. The more I look at this, the more I see the Saints in the in the NFC Championship game. Yeah, yeah. I, the Saints at nine to one to win the Super Bowl, I think, is the uh, best bet out there. That's good money. I like that. I'm gonna throw throw some dough do down on that. I think. Uh, both the Rams and the Saints are nine to one to win the Super Bowl, and I think both are plus five fifty to win the NFC. What are the Steelers? Uh, for you, I will check. I believe it, it was it was to win the Super Bowl. I think it was five to one, and to make the Super Bowl, I think it was plus three thirty. I'd probably put some money on plus three thirty. Yeah, because in the AFC, let's be honest, we haven't talked about these two teams yet. The AFC champion is either the the Bills, the Patriots, or the Steelers. Yeah, and the Bills probably just attending as like a they they just got a they got a couple of tickets for getting to a playoff game finally. <laughs> um, I it's gonna be obviously Steelers Patriots like there's no doubt. I can't see another scenario, honestly. No, the, the AFC stinks. It's fucking awful. I just the Patriots ha- are exactly what they are. They're the fucking Patriots. The Steelers have a lot of offensive weapons. I think Antonio Brown will be back, maybe not 100%, but you have other weapons on that team. Juju Smith-Schuster. You also have Smith-Schuster. Me too. Le'Veon Bell, also a monster. Uh, Not that the defense has been any great shakes. They lost Joe Hayden. They have not been amazing. Obviously, the Shazier injury was terrible and terrifying, and we still haven't heard anything about his legs, and that's not great. Uh, But... Uh, 
Am I wrong, by the way? No, no. no. I was just going to say, uh, Woj, you're – to win the AFC odds, the Patriots are an absurd minus 170. Yeah, that's just... And the Steelers are plus 220. I still, 220, I'd throw down 25 bucks, make some money when they win it. How absurd is minus 170 to win the That's AFC? just so fucking cocky. Like, I fucking hate it. Like, especially because, like, here's the thing. is like, we just both agreed, we all agreed that it's probably going to be Steelers-Patriots, right? Yep. So, how fucking close that game was the first time they played on a fluke call that the Steelers got that touchdown takeaway and the Patriots come down and score and win the game or the interception or whatever it was at the end of the game. How close that game was. You're going to tell me that you're going to put the Patriots at minus 170 before they even play a playoff game to fucking win the AFC. That's just ridiculous, man. Also ridiculous is the Patriots plus 160 to win the Super Bowl. If the Patriots make the Super Bowl against either the Saints, the Rams, or the Vikings, I don't think the offense is good enough to carry that defense. Agreed. I think the Rams that, could. I think I really do. Can see the Rams winning a Super Bowl. I really can. I think it would be the. I think the Saints. I think are the team from the NFC. I just think if they get hot and they. I think if they. The first game will be very telling if they blow the doors off the Panthers. I think that's the team. Like that. That is right there. Minnesota again. Same thing. It's like I don't. I know how disrespectful being a Case Keenum, but like I just. I, I, Minnesota doesn't move the needle for me. Uh, Woj, I want to give you some tasty. Super Bowl matchup odds. This is this is one of my favorite things to bet on, just because the the lines make it worth it. Absolutely. Uh, Saints Saints Steelers eleven to one. Uh, Vikings Steelers six to one. Rams Patriots five to one. Rams Steelers eleven to one. So the money really is. If if you want to actually make money this year or try to make money, I would be taking you to the Rams. Saints or Vikings against the Steelers as their Super Bowl matchup. And I'm putting money on the Rams and Saints to make the Super Bowl out of the NFC. I think those yep. are your best bets. And then either way, you could head yourself in the championship game. It's it's a beautiful yep. scenario. If you if you want to make money this postseason and you're betting on the Patriots, why? It's yeah. just not worth it. The money is not going to be there for you. No, and it, it, it's not even fun. Like, unless you're a Patriots fan, obviously, but then even then, like, you're just probably a horrible person. So. Is it fun for Patriot fans? Does it no. get boring? Yeah, the like, season, literally, their, their season literally starts in, like, a week and a half. Like, we've been watching football for 17 weeks. They've been watching fucking preseason. Like, it's it's ridiculous every year. I can't fucking wait for the year. Like, I know the Bills playoff drought just ended. I cannot wait for the year where the Patriots do not make the playoffs. It will be the best year of football for me. I Better than this year. I could see a scenario where that might be. 2020. Perfect. I'll be with, I'll, hopefully I'm still alive. <laughs> I really hope I'm still alive. Because the general consensus is once Brady walks away, Belichick's walking away too, right? There's no reason for Belichick to hang around after Brady. What's he going to oh. do? Build the team up again? What's McCall? Probably give him ownership in the team. Craft. Uh, give him the Gruden special? Yeah. Speaking of, can we talk about that for a quick second? Yeah, we can. John fucking Gruden. I like. <laughs> Why? First of all, why? Why would you? Like, you have the coziest job. I understand these guys probably miss coaching. They live, die, breathe by coaching. But, like, you have the coziest job. You do the Monday night game. Like, your voice is so recognizable. Gruden's grinders. You throw around fish when you go to Seattle. Like, he's got the fucking life, man. And he's going to go coach Oakland for two years then go to Vegas. And they're probably not going to be good. He hasn't coached in, what, eight or nine years? 
Like, it, and he was a 500 coach before that, right? Like, it, what's all the hype for? Like, it's it's got to be fan service because they know the fucking fans are leaving. So the only way to get them to go to the stadium the next year or two is to bring in John Gruden. That's the way you're going to bring fans back. Like, I'd rather watch John Gruden on Monday night every night. Like, it makes no sense. Well, I'd stop short of saying I'd rather watch John Gruden on a Monday. I night. would never uh, want to do that ever again. Actually, I, I love John Gruden. Wow, I, you I are alone. I it. Uh, me too. John Gruden and Pierre Maguire. I have, Put great, them I have great news. Oh, no. I have great news for you, Brian. John Gruden loves you too. He's a you're a fantastic <laughs> guy with a lot of work ethic. I love hey, John, what you bring to the team. You're, you're one big wide two banana, bro. Let me tell John, you. John Gruden really cares about his fan. I can tell you that. Uh, I I think that the Raiders are just they're such a fucking mess, and they're always going to be a fucking mess, and that's kind of comforting to know. That's a team. Whatever's happening in my life, I'll be able to turn a TV on and be like, oh, the Raiders are still stupid. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. There's, uh, which, okay, another question. Well, before we wrap up, if you were a prospective NFL head coach, which which of the openings would you want the most? Giants? Giants. Giants, easily. You're you're an offensive line away from being really good, right? Yeah. I mean, you have Eli Manning. You have you have the chance to draft Shaquan Barkley. I mean, I don't think I don't think the Giants are taking Barkley. Probably not. I can see a, a scenario where they should. I I think the Giants are taking a quarterback or they're trading down. I don't think Barkley is on their radar. <sighs> I just think it's a it's a very interesting scenario for the Giants. I could I could see so many scenarios where they make the playoffs next year. Yeah, all they need is an offense. Yeah, if, if they have an offensive line, this is at least an eight win team. Insanity. Gentlemen, I'll, I have to go shovel this this, this blizzard bomb. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Oh, shut oh, up. oh, yeah. Just, fuck me. Just, just fuck me. Yeah, just fuck me. I, I'm going to leave you with this uh, little tidbit of information. Yeah, shut up. Outside of Josh Rosen in the NFL draft, I'm buying Bradley Chubb stock. Big in on that guy. I mean, just by the name alone, I'll probably buy a Chubb jersey for whatever team he goes to. Good news. There are two Chubbs in this draft. There's Bradley and there's Nick. I like Bradley better. It flows. Bradley, Nick, Bradley Nick, Chubb, big Bradley Chubb guy. Nick Chubb sounds like you're trying too hard at the bar. Bradley Chubb's picking you up in a library. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in. I'm in on both. I'm big fans of both. But Brad, Bradley Chubb, buy that stock now, everybody. What is? Uh, tell me what, what position does he play? I don't really even know. Uh, linebacker from NC State. He's okay. an absolute game changer. The monster, guaranteed top four pick. Top four. Wow. Yeah. Gentlemen, any other last thoughts before I shut up? The Buffalo Bills are in the playoffs in the year 2018. That's for you, Brian. Thank Would you. you uh, if someone told you that in order for the Bills to make the playoffs, pres- uh, Donald Trump would have to be president, you'd take that deal, right? <laughs> wow. Yeah. No, I definitely would. Yep. That was a long, it was a long fucking time. Like football is, po- football is not as fun as you think it is when your team doesn't make the playoffs in 17 years. Well, I think it's just obvious that we're a super liberal podcast and we're all snowflakes as that's why it's snowing and we should never Don't, miss. People forget that Trump was going to buy the bills. So people, people do forget yeah. that. that people forget yeah. that. So wait a second. He was going to buy the bills. Now yeah. he's president. Now they're in the playoffs. Makes you think. Does make you think. Makes you think. It's all, it's all, it's all a conspiracy. That's that plus nine's real fucking juicy is all I'm saying. Are you trying to say that the Bills weren't, weren't just a staffer? They might have been like the chief NFL team? Yes. Okay. <laughs> the Bills are the new America's team. People uh, like love the Bills. Like 
it, it's the Cinderella story because we're like the little brother who finally did something, but we all know at the end of the day that any given team that's the bigger brother is going to kick the ever living piss all of them out of, all over the football field. You're, you're you're the little brother with a coke problem that finally did something, and that yes. something was not give up cocaine. I gave up cocaine for a week. You, we literally you have given up, up cocaine for a week. You, you gave up cocaine for like Adderall. So you're, you're still on drugs. It's just a less potent drug. I'm still putting myself through a table. I'm just maybe not lighting this one on fire. Are you going to live stream you watching the game? No, I'll be at fucking work. That's, oh, no. It's going to it's gonna be a goddamn ghost town, too, which I'm fine with because I work with TVs. So because <laughs> it's going to be on all the fucking TVs there. So I'll be watching the game, but I'll be at work. Okay. But, but, I watched so the last well, game at work. I we're, we're, if, if we're bringing up where Woj's work, I almost realized we went this entire podcast and we didn't talk about how the fuck you and Leah Anderson are buddies. Oh, yeah, let's go. Best friend, Leah Anderson. Yeah, your best friend, your best boy. Um, so I went to the game, the Sweden game with World Juniors in Buffalo. That was cool. Got him to sign the jersey there as he was leaving out to go to the tunnel because they stopped him for an interview. So, like, the rest of the team was fucking long gone. So I cornered that bitch and I was like, I threw my jersey. I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah, I got signed. And he, because I was the only one there. So I was like, me and like some little Asian kid. And he got him to sign something, too, so it was cool. So I, I made it look like he was my kid, so I stand really close <laughs> next to the Asian kid. And I was like, yeah, it's my son. Sign his shit, too. And the dad was, like, three feet behind me. Didn't enjoy that. <laughs> but so then the game's over, whatever. Next day, I'm in the mall because I had I, I was off of work. I, was, I had to go to the mall to get shoes for the wedding. And I was going to a wedding. And I'm walking through the mall, and I'm on the phone with my mom calling her. I was like, hey, mom, did I leave any, like, shoes at the house or anything like that? Because I, I, you know, when I moved, I don't think I took any. She's like, I don't know. Let me look. And I, like, turn my head slightly, and I look in the Apple store, and I just see these, like, blonde, beautiful people just all aside there. And I look, and I see one of the kids got Team Sweden jackets, and I'm, like, looking. And I saw, I'm like, my mom's talking to me about God knows what. And I'm looking, and I see Leas, and I'm like, oh, fuck. I was like, all right. So I was like, mom, I got to go. I, like, hung up on my mom. And I'm sitting there. I'm like, all right, what's my plan of attack? I'm thinking to myself. I'm talking to myself. Like, what do I do? What do I do? And so I was like, all right, cool. I'm just going to play it cool. So I walk into the Apple store, and I stand like three or four feet from him. And I'm like, I'm pretending to look at like the wall, and one of the associates came over talking to him. Like, Dude, just get the fuck away from me. Like, I know more than you. I'm smarter than you. Get away from me. And he comes like, so like he turns the corner. I turn the corner. I played really stupid. I go, oh, holy shit. And I like did the whole like, oh, man, I'm a huge Rangers fan. He's like, and then he cut me off. I was like, oh, I signed your jersey yesterday. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, that wasn't my Asian son. Like, I didn't say it, but I'm like, just to, be, just to be clear, that was clearly a lie. I don't have an Asian son. But then, like, so I was like, oh, like, you know, did the whole, like, you know, I'm really excited to watch you play and stuff like that. And I was like, hey, do you mind if we grab a picture for Twitter? Yeah. And, like, when I said that, I don't know, I was just nervous. And I said Twitter. Yeah. He's like, oh, well, make sure you put it on Instagram, too. And I'm like, okay, okay. And then, like, he – so then he, like – because when I take a picture with somebody like that, like, when I tell any of those other guys come through and I get pictures of them – I don't put my arm around them or touch them because I don't know how they feel about it. Yeah. So this time, like I, I did the same thing. I just put my arms to my side and I put like the phone. He fucking takes his arm and like swings oh it around me. Oh my like, god, you guys are lovers. So the first picture I took came out blurry because I wasn't prepared because he like swung the arm around and that, like then you can't yourself, but go on. Yeah, and, and that like I was again, I was I was nervous. Like that's that's our future number one center and Hall of Famer, but. Um, I legit. So I had like a dilemma in my brain too. Like after I took that picture, I was like, I 
can't post this. I was like, I literally, people will think I'm thinking I'm stalking him because he's in Buffalo. Cause I tweeted at him like 64 times before he even came to Buffalo yeah. and that he came to Buffalo and I saw him twice in two days. So I was like, I should probably wait a day. But then I was like, ah, oh, fuck it. Like, it'll be even funnier if people think I'm stalking him. So. I was actually mad at you. I think when you said, you texted <laughs> me the second picture, I, I think my response was what the fuck, Brian? <laughs> I, I, I have yet to see any of team check either. So like, I don't know if I'll see, be able to see Hedel in the next three to four days before they all leave. Mm-hmm. But, um, um, a bunch of like the, they like the whole fucking teams roll through like like they they move in squads like the world juniors like they don't fuck around I get probably because they're in foreign territory and like let's do for a lot of them yeah. but like like yesterday um the busload of team russia got dropped off and oh boy they did they are not pleasant people like they did not look happy to see any of us and yeah it so is, it is a wide known fact that team russia big baltimore raven fans <laughs> is, that, is that a fact fact why? They look at John Harbaugh as a supreme leader kind of guy. Huh. I mean, I don't hate, I don't hate that. Huh. Yeah. The more you know, guys. There you go. You know, we could really use those two young players on this team right now. Eh, next year, maybe. Fuck the Rangers, man. Yeah. Next year. Last year. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not here. I'm not here to talk about. I'm that. not here to be sad. I'm go, not here to argue. Gentlemen, it's been a pleasure. <laughs> Before always. we go, who's winning the Super Bowl? Ooh. Uh. Fuck it. Ride or die. Go Rams. Go. Let's go. Um, Give me the Bills. Say the Bills and then say your real pick. Uh, the Bills, and then I'm going to go with the lesser of two evils, the Steelers, because I'd like to keep the Super Bowl in the AFC. I would like the Steelers to win because if formerly when I enjoyed football, I was a Steelers fan, but I, I'm i rooting for the Rams also. That's fair. I just can't do it. Sammy Watkins, I just can't do it. Like, he hasn't done anything for that team, dude. He's done nothing. I know, but I just can't do it. He had one game. If it's, if it's the I'm Rams a, or the Saints, I'm, I'm smitten. Let me I'm, just a, put it that way. I'm a scoring lover. I prefer the Saints to the NFC. If I'm ever going to make me pick an NFC team, I pick the Saints. Saints Steelers. Book it. As, as long as it's not an Eagles Patriots Super Bowl, I'm a very happy camper. And as long as the Falcons lose round one, I'm fucking ecstatic. I All feel right. like we disrespected the Eagles by even, like not even mentioning them either, but I just couldn't care less without it's, Carson Wentz. It's, we didn't even talk about them. Uh, no, well, I couldn't care less. Wait, he's gone. So it's yeah. Nick Foles. Yeah, I'll big, say big this: Nick. they would have they would have been my Super Bowl pick if Wentz stayed healthy. Oh, 100 percent, hundred percent. I think they win. I I think they win the Super Bowl if Wentz is healthy. Yep, and yeah. I, I don't think it's much of a conversation either. I think it's like a no brainer. Yep. And that is a sick and sad what if for the Philadelphia fans for the next. Oh, it was, to be honest, I'm I'm happy. Fuck Philly and fuck the Flyers. That's my, still, that's so. my guy. That's why I ride or die with Woj. Yeah, fuck Philly, fuck the Flyers. Like uh, that's fair. Um, gentlemen, I'm out of here. All right, boys. Goodbye, Peace. everyone. Bye. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. It's time to expect more from urgent care, like caregivers who take time to listen, smooth access to local specialty care if you need it, virtual visits and save your spot convenience, plus easy access community locations. And we're open 365 days a year to treat your sprains, cuts, fever, and flu. Northwell Health Go Health Urgent Care. Get more than you expect and exactly what you need. Welcome to a new era in urgent care. 